That song is uh, not just a phenomenal song by a phenomenal band, but also quite poignant for the five of us, soon to be four of us. Um, one bourbon boy, a founding member, is giving us the deuces after this year, and giving you the deuces for that matter. Um, I'm sure he's got more important things to do, and he's super happy with this decision, but I want to turn it over to a departing the bourbon boy, bourbon boy emeritus, as it were, uh, Larry Borekestorf, Larry Borekestorf. Founding member. This, this, this will be my last episode as a uh, full contributing member. Uh, if I'm ever allowed to uh, join as a guest in the future, uh, I would welcome the ability to do so. Uh, I am not, I am not leaving because of any of the reasons you stated or reason that I'm doing, going to do anything better. Uh, I, I never stated as such. I, I said that it is my time and uh, there may be reasons, but it certainly isn't because I'm doing anything better, I would say. Um, but uh, I will miss it, but I don't want to get down on a somber note, uh, even though I think this week sort of purified by fire of the Missouri loss, right? It's like, that's how it is. When you just burn it down, you know, it's like a, a a, a past another Missouri loss burned out Will Muschamp. Unfortunately, you know uh, the what what rose from the ashes was not great, uh, but it did result in some SEC East ch- titles. So uh, I'd, I'd take that as the uh, as the uh, ultimate goal here, or result here. Even if even if we weren't very great, I'd take an East title right now. But um, yeah, the game on Saturday sucked ass. Uh, the offense was horrible. I think Jet Dan Mullen was checked out. I, I think uh, Cousin Bailey mentioned that. I think he had given up hope. He looked like that on the sidelines. I think he knew he was a dead man walking. The team knew it. Um, yeah, I just – I don't know, man. I thought the defense played great. Uh, I'm, I'm really worried about Saturday. I, I, I wish this team could rally to beat Florida State, uh, and I, I don't think they're going to do it. They, could, they couldn't rally to anything this year. So I really hope the leaders on the team take over and do so. Uh, I have no idea who the coach is going to be. Uh, I, I, I know that Ball Licker will say he doesn't trust Strickland, but I think we have to. So hopefully he makes the right choice. If, if, you had, if I had my druthers, it'll be Cristobal or, or, or the Louisiana guy. Nate? Won't be James Franklin. No. No. Good. Yeah, we all breathe the collective sigh of relief when James Franklin's given a 10-year extension. Right. going to be in our 50s when that guy retires. Of course, if we would have hired James Franklin when we hired Will Muschamp, that ultimately probably would have been a better decision. But at this point in time, I don't know if it's a good one. 
he might have like just kept his head above water like long enough with like a 10 win season here and there like I know that's some people's expectations at UF but you know some people's not expectations I I think you're absolutely right I think he might even maybe not still be here but you know he'd, he'd sniff the you know the championship often enough especially when Georgia wasn't this Georgia I think he probably would have had more success uh, before Georgia became the juggernaut but maybe they wouldn't maybe they hire world must champ <laughs> god that would have been awesome what if, it, what, if Georgia, what if Georgia loses to Alabama and they don't win the SEC again? So that's what, six years of Kirby Smart with one title? They're a juggernaut? Isn't it something? I mean, they sure seem like it during the regular season. Um, well, you know, save I, last I agree. Year. I just, they fired I see your point, of course. Yeah, sorry. You know, I think they're clearly a better program than Florida. I wouldn't insinuate as such. But if the goal is nothing and anything but championships, then he's been unsuccessful. I mean, that, that is a great point, too. I think I think there are obviously extenuating circumstances if you, you know, or is this like a Red Sox under what's his name? Grady, what's his name? You know, Grady. high success, but it needed that kind of, you know, over the hump kind of situation. Um, that ever- you know, but but they kind of thought that that was uh, what was missing because Rick was, you know, Rick was the best coach they ever had. Yeah, smelling it all the time. And then, you know, they bring in Kirby and Kirby, you know, having serious regular season and off-season success, but no championships. I mean, yeah, I guess there's, it comes to a point where you have so many number one classes and you, so you don't win Georgia's national fans titles. are lamenting the fact that they can Rick and hire Kirby? Um, I don't think yet. Pro- prob- prob- probably not. I think Rick was at an end. But my, my point is more that if the goal was that he was immediately going to push him over that edge, right? Like you were going to sell your soul from the best coach you ever had to push you over the edge. Didn't work. Not yet. Right. I mean, yeah, I mean, not I mean yet. we'll see, but you, yeah. I mean, if you think it's going to happen, maybe it's going to happen. I wouldn't tell you it's not going to happen. I think they're in good shape, but it hasn't happened. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not like He's been a coach, what, five years? Is this five years? Five or six. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, listen, I think that that plan works, but I think that you should tread lightly in making that decision. The Bucs obviously did it to great success, right? Fire, you know, the best coach you've ever had and ultimately have it be successful, right? That is, I don't think that was a decision that was made lightly, I don't think anyone should make that decision lately. I certainly don't think the Gators are in that position, but to ha- to fire a very, very good coach just because they haven't gotten the ultimate prize. You know, I think a lot of people think that you should just right away, just snap, do it, but that's a tough call, man. Yeah, no, I mean, at the time we were like, I can't believe they were doing it. Um, nope. and, you know, if, if anything has shown how quickly a coach's prospects can crater, no, it's yes. Dan Mullen who, yep. you know, the Sunday after the Alabama game, because I was at the Buck game last night and talked with some of the people that because I think the Bucks had a home game and we were basically as happy as you could be following a loss like that. So yeah, it can it can it can turn quick. So that, that might happen to Kirby. I hope so. But and, we'll and Dan Mullen is not well loved. You know what you saw what what Drinkwitz did back to him, paid him back in spades, which by the way, I'm totally fine with. And I don't think Dan Mullen's enough of a competitor to bitch about it. You know, he's, if he's going to do that, you got to pay for it. Actually, I thought it was pretty cool, 
But uh, the word is on the street, media, everywhere-wise, I don't think Dan Mullins a got bad guy, but he's cocky, and his competition does not like him. Yeah. Uh, Kirby, you know, kind of tried to drive a nail in his coffin in his post-game press conference talking about recruiting. It was an obviously reference to Mullins' post-game after last year's world largest outdoor cocktail party. But Kirby, Kirby gave it back to him after that drubbing that they gave us talking sure. about recruiting. And well, that's what you're, yeah. I mean, that's what you, you need. That's I mean, too. Objectively, well, if, you're, if you're Georgia, the program you're most worried about in the East is Florida. So any chance you can to knock us down a peg, you should do it. Absolutely. Do that then, shit all the time. Yeah. So, oh God. Loved it. You know, that's. Uh, oh, I didn't begrudge. I didn't begrudge Kirby at all for doing it. I was just like, it just showed me that, you know, cause this is after that article came out where like those anonymous sources talked to the athletic about our team. Yeah, And they were saying how we were soft and weak and crazy and too convoluted. And some guy thinks he's this, that, and the other. And, um, you know, it just seemed like there's a great disdain for uh, the UF program amongst, you know, the other assistants. Now, oftentimes that can come from jealousy, but. Yeah. Or it's self-serving too. Right. Cause it's of like, they're also unnamed. We got to have yeah. cloak and dagger here. Yeah. Cause we're, 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 we're talking about state secrets. I mean, these people, you should never allow these people to do this. I'd be like, well, they'll never tell you anything. It's like, well, how can you believe anything they say if you if I don't know who they are, right? At least right. tell me what team they're on, right? This is the bullshit out of the media. And then they're like, well, you got to trust what they'd say. I'd say, no, I don't. I don't even know who they are. Yeah, I don't. I, don't, I mean, golly, I don't trust. Super. I'm, I'm not saying it's not true. It's just ridiculous that it's an unnamed source. It's an, it's an absurd statement about something that's not life or death. Yeah. I hate yeah. that stuff. It's well, bullshit. then they never, I mean, they never get the quotes then. Because you don't, you don't know if it's true. They just could be trying to destroy you and they're just planning it with some douchebag at the athletic, right? You know? Yeah, no, I, I think, I think Malt Liquor kind of alluded to that. I mean, it might just, it might even be just self serving. Yeah, of course. Just like the fucking November, you know, you know, the January 6th thing is totally a false flag, total plants, right? I mean, none of that stuff was serious. Those people weren't Trump fans. Those are all Democrats, just, you know, Storm in the White House. It's false flag, man. Oh, oh, you're yeah. kidding. I was wondering where. Kidding. Nobody's getting here. It's real stuff, dude. Flag. Don't you read the internet? No, I, yeah. Oops. Right there in black and white, man. Dude, dude you think we're going to have to kick you off this pod. There's, this, there's uh, a lot of facts behind this. I think there's, a, I think there are, there is definitely more to the story, but I'm not really, I don't agree with that. Yeah. There, there's not more to this story. Um, a little bit. Um, there's less. Yes, exactly. It, 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 it is what it was. Um, yeah. By more, note, I mean, by more, I mean less. We're, we're going to know more. We'll know on Sunday who's going to be the next head coach of Florida. So um, that, that's my guess. It'll be Sunday. Um, Question. Yeah. Because, because uh, I believe uh, Louisiana has a uh, championship, like a Sunbelt championship game they play. Yeah, I, I don't think that's the regular season though. I think he can be hired. He's over. So you think it's Napier? Can we do, let's just let's just get this over with real quick right now? Who who does everybody think it is? So I I, I think it's Cristobal. Okay. How, how about how about uh, Malt Liquor? I mean, I I would be surprised if it's anyone other than Napier. Okay. So I guess I think it's Napier, but that's like ten percent. What I think I don't. I'm good. I don't have nothing clue. Yeah. How about uh? How about how about Doctor? I'm going in order of my windows here. DR. Oh, I, I want Lane. 
Yeah. yeah. How about the rumor is Lane wants a Miami job. Yeah. And no, also, there's no nobody. The, 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 there, there are many people within the boosters that actually have money that have no interest in Lane Kiffin. How about Gus? What is Gus like? Uh, no, I think I, I think it's Napier. I think it's his if he wants it. But wouldn't it be funny if they uh, they pulled Lincoln Riley? Not going to happen, I know. I'm just fucking around. I love it. Uh, so you, know what, you know what's hilarious, Gus, is so Saturday or Sunday, Loud Guy came up for – I went to a hockey game with me and that's what he said. He said, we should load up a Brinks truck and drive and yeah. take Lincoln Riley. And he said, you got Oklahoma as good as they're going to get. And if you want to win the title, come down to Florida and you can, you're in a little bit of a better situation. Maybe. Uh, that, there's no way that's happening. He's not leaving Oklahoma. Yeah. It's a total no, no. fucking lateral move. I don't care yeah. how much of a fucking don't, don't, don't know. It would have to be. He'd be insane. Influx. He'd be insane. They love him that's there. A sto- that's a it's, story. It's more than likely that yeah. Stoops would come here. <laughs> it's crazy to suggest that. I mean, like, I, I you know, there, how many times in the history has that ever happened that somebody has moved from one historic program oklahoma which is a more historic program than florida you know and they they have better recruiting and they have better facilities it's crazy doug dickey did it yeah but i mean that was back in a time when tennessee tennessee was a a much more much more national program than florida i i don't i look look i totally agree i totally agree with everything everyone said because i agree gus it would be freaking awesome if it happened but of course it's not unless there was like some dramatic influx of money and maybe Oklahoma is like unwilling to match a price, but it's just, why would they? I mean, you know, they've had like what, six coaches or something. I mean, they, obviously it's not that few, but they've had a, we know money's not the problem. So if I could throw one more name out there too, he's carried yeah. on uh, a winning tradition uh, Ooh. Ooh. since he got there. And that's, I like uh, that's, that's Willie Taggart. Uh, he's got he, he's maintained FAU on the right track after Lane Train left, and uh, you know we can, so, we can bring Willie T up. Okay, he's not speaking <laughs> serious. So, I think it's I think it's going to be Napier, but I wouldn't I would like Lane. I think that'd be freaking awesome. The things I've been reading about him, you know, I think there's some hit pieces coming out, and I think they are uh, planted hit pieces. I don't know how accurate they are, but they're just talking about how shitty of a recruiter he is and. I don't, I don't see how that's. I mean, I think he's got a serious like, uh, like. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Okay. Hold on. What, what, I, I've heard that he idolizes Spurrier. They're, they're, you know, but anyways, whatever. What's he won? Hearts and minds. Well, I mean, he didn't. He, didn't he win down in whatever conference FAU he, was? He was at USC with every resource behind him. But he had limited. He had limited rec- scholarships. They were on probations. But he still, he, I mean, if you look, he had like really top, he had like top 10 plus uh, recruiting classes, even with limited scholarship uh, openings. Top 10 recruiting classes at USC. That, that, that's, that, that, I'm not saying that Lane Kiffin is a bad coach, but I don't know that getting, pulling in top 10 recruiting classes at USC is, is something that is an over, it's something that requires a lot of great recruiting, you know, ability. Uh, I mean, the argument in favor of him is, yeah, he flamed out at US at Tennessee and USC. He was probably immature, got humbled, worked his way back, 
and has now got Ole Miss, you know, in the hunt, not in the hunt, but in the conversation um, to where, you know, this time two years from now, they might be looking at a playoff berth. That's the, that's the pro, right? Uh, is yeah. that maybe he's changed, but maybe, I think yeah. it, he would be I can't take that Any, anyone they hire. I'm going to talk myself into, you know, that, but of course um, I talked myself into McElwain. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> me too. So um, what was the Michigan game? <laughs> I kind of feel yeah. like Napier might, I'm starting to feel a little bit better about him from what I've heard. He's a maniac recruiter. You know, he's got the Southeast pedigree. He's been assistants for two championship coaches has been good at Lafayette. So, you know, maybe he could be like Kirby and tell the world that he doesn't spend any time with his children. All he does is recruit and then right. do it like it and say it like it's a, like, it's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. I walked the street. I walked the clay roads of Georgia bare feet out there recruiting my boys. Tell you what, I haven't seen my kids in fucking 500 years. That means they weren't even born yet. I don't care about my wife, my kids. I care about five stars, baby. I did. I I, ha, I do have eyewitness account of Kirby with his children. So that's well, there you have it. But he did say on national Wait. television that he that literally he does not spend time with his wife and kids because all he does is recruit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. It was, it, it's like at a trial where I was at where a guy said an invention was the most important thing in his life, even more than when he got married. Like he compared it to that. You don't have to do that. Yeah. Don't do that. Maybe true. Did he win? He did. Oh, all right. Anyways, all right. Let's talk about drinking, right? Let's talk about what we're drinking. Cousin Bailey, since uh, you're going to take us around the horn, man. Yeah, I'll take us around the horn. So I'll start off. Um, I have three. I've got obviously. I may have more than this, but I have three drinks tonight that each have a uh, relation in some capacity to uh, Larry Borkesdorf. Uh, there's nothing sentimental or anything, but the first one is uh, this Jefferson uh, bourbon. Um, this, I, you, you first told me about it, and the other day I was at ABC, and I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with the vault, quote unquote, but it's like if you purchase enough at ABC, you get these emails every once in a while, and uh, you can order something special. Well, at ABC, if, if the product is shipped to the store but unsold, they, they now put it behind this piece of, you know, locked glass. And um, so yesterday I got um, an, uh, uh, the Elijah Craig uh, barrel, barrel proof. That was, then they were both very reasonably priced. I mean, MSRP. And the other one was a Jefferson single barrel. And it's, and that's what I've been drinking. I, I bunkered the Elijah Craig because I've had it recently, but the uh, single barrel, great, and I, that's off of Larry Borkestorf's recommendation. Jefferson is fabulous. Great. So, uh, are you calling the rest of them, or do you want me to? I know. I, I handed it off to you. Okay. So the next one, let's go in order. Uh, Gus, what are you drinking? So I am drinking an Oscar Blues Mama's Little Yellow Pills. It was back in Publix today and decided to pick it up because why? It's just fucking fantastic. Yeah. It's your favorite pills. True. 
Okay, down the line, we have uh, Dr. Riffick. What kind of Dragoon are you drinking tonight? Uh, not Dragoon, because it's Larry's, you know, last hurrah. I actually stopped. C9s? No. Pilsner Pilsner Urkel. I got that in my fridge at the Great Call, man. I had to go to two different stores to find it. (laughs) Jesus, man. They have it at Publix here. Uh, I don't live in the utopia of Florida anymore. Sorry. Well, Tampa is no Tampa is no beer utopia. We've discussed this at 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 St. Petersburg. (laughs) St. Petersburg is beer utopia. I I literally can go one minute away and the rolling oats. Yeah, rolling oats. Rub it in. Keep. No, you have. I know you guys have rolling oats too. But so, uh, so uh, 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 malt liquor. What do you got there? So, despite uh, my hatred of Kirby Smart and all things Bulldogs, I have a Terrapin Hopsecutioner. They have that at at Publix too. Um, Very good. All right, Larry. What do you got? I am drinking out. I'm drinking out of the box. This month's box tonight. It is a old bust head, Vixen Irish style red. Um, Most red beers are horrible. Uh, It's kind of like just a a rule. This is good. Um, It's surprising because I got out. I'm like, oh man, a red. Yikes! You know, they're all usually pretty bad, but this one. This one's good. Everything in the box has been good, minus the other old Busthead beer, which was a caramel macchiato stout, which I immediately just just gave to somebody at work that likes that kind of shit. I I, I don't even I'm not interested in that. Can you name the beer you're drinking again? Because I feel like every other word I was not expecting the next word. It was the old Busthead Vixen. The old Busthead <laughs> is the brewery. The name of the beer is Vixen, like a female fox. No, uh, I, I like that word. And it is an Irish style red. That is the style of beer. Got it. Got it. It's very, 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 very red. Right. So, where's the brewery? Uh, I don't know. I think it was New England. I forget. I, 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 thought, it, I thought it was a Maryland brewery. Maybe. I'm oh wrong. no, it is. You're right. Yeah. That's it. Yep. I, I remember it. seeing a lot of them up there. When we lived up there in the in Virginia, yeah, it's it's good. You know, it's it's good, not great. It's a red, but uh, out of the box, I got uh, my second beer in the wait here is also from uh, <clears throat> from Athens, Georgia, the Luau, which is pretty much one of my favorites right now. Kind of a go to. Well, since we spent so much time in the green room, I finished my Jefferson, so now my second tribute drink. <laughs> Sorry, is that Dank Tank? This is the sweet. Valley Dank Tank, and the reason it is in it all related to uh, Larry Borkestorf is last season I got very upset when someone took one out of my, the, the four pack, the last four pack there, and and I didn't notice it necessarily until I was halfway down the aisle, so I just put it back someplace else, and I made a comment on that, and one of Larry's coworkers said that was the Bush League move to do that, so I was like, you know what? I believe he called you a cunt. Correct. I hate that guy. Yeah. The anyways. So if this is awesome, by the way, I, I, if you guys find it, this is so good. Dank tank by Sweet Valley. Sweetwater. So, God, why do we keep saying Valley? Sweetwater. It's it's like we can't have unwritten rules anymore. You know, when you there's a singles aisle. Yes. Yeah. The store, right. There's a singles aisle for guys that just can't commit. Right. 
Yep. Sometimes it's worth it. Sometimes it's not. I'm not a singles guy, my singles aisle guy myself. I'm just, I just commit, right? It's probably, sometimes it's a bad move, willing to do it. You do not go into the cooler and take beers out of there. Yes, it's not written down. Yes, you were right. allowed to do it. It makes you a horrible person, okay? Yeah. And literally, if somebody just fucking ran over you in the parking lot, they'd be completely justified, right? Now, while that also is, that is absolutely against the law, they may present a Kyle Rittenhouse-style defense and be successful. I Yes. The guy goes, why did you do this? And he goes, because this guy took a single out of the cooler of a out plastic floor top. Of a plastic yeah. floor top. It's like, dude, just... And I'm not talking about going over to the left at the ABC and getting your Bud Heavy or your Bud or your, or your Coors Light 16-ouncer. Everybody does that, okay? I mean, we used to do that before softball every time. But these are craft beers, man. I mean, just go to the, I agree, go to the singles aisle and roll the dice that they're going to have something nice out there. Or roll the dice and spend $14. And, and if you don't like it, give it to your buddy at work or suck it up. Drink them. But it's, yeah. on, just, it's on par with the, those, and I may have gone on those before, but where you have a two-lane road and they're not turning right and they sit in the right lane up the, on the red light when the left lane's wide open. Yeah, this is this is exactly this. These are the rules of yeah. life. Yeah, exactly. Technically illegal, but morally corrupt. Yeah, Second right. Avenue and Fourth Street in St. Petersburg. That is the longest light if you're heading east and west, and you are just going to sit there and destroy someone's day. Yeah, yeah. There, that is that guy. If you're gonna if you're gonna be the singles guy, you pay the penance of the dry, warm beer. That's where it sits. Yeah, Doesn't sit in a cooler. Because basically, you must pay the penance because you're a douchebag. So you are. Right? And the selection, the select, or go to Rolling Oats where the selection is phenomenal. They actually have, like, I don't think this is very unusual. You want a single, terrible. get a fucking 15 ounce, a 20 ounce, or like a wine bottle single. Be a man. Absolutely. There you go. Exactly. Like hey, a, a 24 ounce. Yeah. Oh, there you yeah, go. The wine bottle. That's right. But or the mm-hmm. the Grolsch, the Grolsch with the top, you know, the whatever yeah. that. They used to sell the 12 ounce those. They sold us 12 ounce six pack of those. Those were great. That's right. But the but 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 go to Rolling Oats. If you really want to try new beer, go to Rolling Oats. They have like like 200 beers. It's all singles. And then they have the, you know, they have the dry multi-packs and then the cold multi-packs. Golly, don't just say rolling oats in one minute. Rolling oats. Without being sponsored by them. Yeah. Rolling. Speaking of sponsors, Pandemic Sauce. Get your Pandemic Sauce here in the Tampa Bay area. When are we getting free bottles of that? I paid for mine and it was worth it. No, yeah, he, ruined, he ruined it. He paid. All right. So the standings, which I don't think we've gone over yet, which uh, at least one listener is probably like, when are they going to say the standings? Oh, they're going to talk uh, about the standings. Currently uh, holding on after Dr. Riffick with a Late season push is yours truly, Malt Liquor, 44 and 34. Dr. Riffick, one game behind. Larry, still in the hunt, three games behind. Gus, Miracle, maybe four games behind. And I think Cuzzo is mathematically eliminated. Um, I took some chances last week. I took some chances uh, last week. It's probably going to be tough for Larry or Gus to jump two people, but we just wish Cuzzo quit. We won't know. 
We won't know until until we get into it. Never. There's some there's some tough games and some tough lines in here. So I'm not sure we're gonna have the unanimity of the Tennessee blowout from last week. Yeah, no, but what's gonna happen is there's just gonna be like well, this is what I hope happens, I guess, is when we're the games were split, we'll split. <laughs> you know, that's what happened last week. It was yeah. you at the Florida fucking mailing it in, but Vandy studding up, right? You yeah. You, you you jinxed Ole Miss by saying they only score thirty points a game, they, and that's what they did. I know. I watched precisely none of that game. I just looked at the score. I was like, oh, okay, I won. Yeah, I would be remiss if I didn't mention that no one cares other than me on this podcast. Maybe one other person listening, but the Rowdies, the one good sporting moment that happened on Saturday night, the Rowdies were, and the Tampa Bay Rowdies, sorry. Are in the, we're in the Eastern Conference final and we're trailing two to zero with 80, with excuse me, with 10 minutes left in the entire match. And uh, they scored two goals. It won an, an extra stoppage time. And then they won in um, the added time. So the Rowdies won on Saturday night. It was actually really super exciting. But did they send Franco? Like so how many, and, how many Rowdies players can you name? Yes. Uh, like, well, after after Saturday, I can name a bunch, but before that, I couldn't. Let's I hear. Couldn't hardly name Let's them. hear. The, so, when you say they won an added time, like a golden goal, or did they? No, nah, they don't have the, they don't have the golden goal. They have the two additional fifteen minute halves or whatever. So, so they did, and the Rowdies scored in like minute eight or ten or something of the first one. And I could tell some people in the uh, stadium thought it was a golden goal situation. But then they had to finish that and then play an additional 15 minutes and they ended up winning. So anyways, this weekend, the Rowdies are hosting Orange County Sporting Club or whatever. And I'm going So on, you Saturday, on Sunday night. You could have made up the team that they're playing. You could have called them I anything and I would have believed you. And I and, and honestly, I had to look it up. I, I don't I haven't followed a minute of I've watched a couple of their you know, definitely a couple of their matches, but all, it's all the like highlights. It's like the second tier soccer, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah, that's what Tampa I thought. Bay Bandits. Yeah, so the route, anyways, Rowdies, yay. That was, that was. I mean, I know it's silly, but I was so upset after the game. Not not just, like, the losing. The way it happened, knowing that, like, now, our, now we're definitely going to a coaching search. And I mean, just there was so much riding on that game, and I was just sho- shocked by the, the 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 performance. Let's just say the defense actually played pretty well. We won't we'll get into that later. But when I got it, when I finally you know like kind of calmed down a little, I was looking at ESPN Plus, which I signed up for because of the previous week's game, and I saw the Rowdies were playing. And I agree, I'm kind of a definitely a poser about it, but it is nice. I've been to a couple games. It is very fun, and then I'm going again on. Uh, on Sunday. So yay, bright spot sports for Tampa Bay rowdies. So that's they but, still play at Owling? Yes, they do. That game a really cool environment. At night. It's at night. It's at 8 30 at night. Come on over. What day? Sports news, Tampa Bay Band Sunday, Sunday night. I like that shirt, yeah. man. It's, it's the original man. It's from Mike. it's uh it's from the 1982 uh, season. The USFL. My dad used to have a, a Tampa Bay Bandits uh, like bumper sticker on his car. It was pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> Burt Reynolds. Yeah. All right. Yeah, they're they're reselling those. They're reselling those shirts. 
Yeah. Yeah, well, they're back. What do you mean? The USFL. It's back. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Is Trump involved? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, no, he ruined it. He fucking, yeah. he's yeah, I fucking know. killed it. Dip, yeah. dip shit. Yep. Guy ruins well, everything he touches. They're going to have no kidding. They're going to the have economy. teams. I want to say it may be 2022, but I think it's 2023. But they're going to have eight teams. They're only going to play at one location the first year. And then the Alex next City? year, well, I don't know where it's going to be, but the next year they're going to they'll go out to their respective regions. So uh, I went and watched a Vipers. Yeah, I, I watched a Vipers game before they went under a few years ago. And I went with I went with the, the kid and we had a good time. I mean, the football is not great. No, no I went to a Defenders game in D.C., I think they played the Vipers. What was the league that uh, the uh, Orlando Apollos, the Spurrier thing? What was that called? AAFL. That actually was the best of them all, yeah. and um, it you know because they but they didn't have money, right? So what, yeah. What was the uh, what was the the, the XFL was supposed to start during the that pandemic? Was the, Did they play? That the was the Vipers. Yeah. Oh, they played some games. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Maybe. the pandemic killed them. That, yeah, because that's the one the Rock got. Uh, Bobby Stoops, uh, he coached he coached one of the teams, right? The Texas team or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, anyways, he has coached recently, but I would ne- I'm not going to at all suggest that I think he's going to be our head coach. Well, he has well, been like for it. 20 years. I hope the guy stays retired. The guy got tired of coaching football. Fucking live your life. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, he doesn't. You don't want to be in this world of recruiting if you have never if you haven't haven't experienced it for six years. Yeah. Especially like with the NIL, mm-hmm. you got you got Kirby Smart out there walking the streets, you know, with a broadsword keeping you away from his guys. So maybe not something that you're interested in. You know and what I mean? You got uh, you got the Jim Harbaugh sleeping over at recruits' house, drinking milk. Can I have some of your mom's milk? milk? With steak. I don't mean the milk in the fridge. <laughs> no, it's yeah. on this today. <laughs> All right, let's go. Let's go to these hey, games. We got, we got a lot of games. USFL yeah. to talk about. Lots of games. Good ones. Starting with maybe the best one, man. Yeah. Q, that's your Q, dude. No, Q. yeah, cousin Bailey. Sorry, I no, I I didn't get the I didn't get the uh, they call it a toss it over to cousin Bailey. So this is the Egg Bowl. The uh, Lane Kiffin Rebels hosting the Mike Leach, or excuse me, or traveling to uh, the Mike Leach Mississippi State Bulldogs. Um, they both had actually kind of similar seasons. I was, uh, I haven't, I, you know, done too much research. That's for you, Larry. Um, but they've had similar seasons. They've uh, kind of been, you know, had, had had like a group of wins peppered, you know, with a couple peppered losses. Um, Ole Miss has won three in a row since they somehow lost to Auburn three, four weeks ago, which I think, honestly, honestly, if anyone played them this week, except Florida, they'd probably win. Um, whereas uh, uh, Mike Leach is, aside from the Alabama thumping they had in week six, they've actually, you know, they've, they've lost close games, but they've won. And they're doing pretty well, and they are uh, favored by one at home. Uh, this could be Lane Kiffin's swan song, as he might be uh, scooped up by the Florida Gators this weekend. Rumor has it that Scott Strickland, of course, will. Well, there's no rumor. 
Scott Strickland will be in Starkville this weekend uh, for Thanksgiving to celebrate with his family. Does he still so, have so-called uh, friends? Yeah, I know. His friends have uh, ditched him, right? Well, it's a good thing that, A, the game is played on Thursday, I believe, and also that uh, Lane Kiffin probably doesn't go to church. So if if the, uh, the, 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 the trigger is pulled on the Lane train, they won't have to worry about the, uh, the of Scott Strickland's concerns from the previous hire. Uh, that being said, um, I, I actually like Mississippi State in this game. Uh, I like Ole Miss. I think they've they've like I said they've won three in a row coming off the Auburn loss. But um, Mississippi State beat that Auburn team before Bo Nix got hurt, and Mississippi State has uh, I don't know maybe a little je ne sais quoi. I'm sure they all appreciate that. So I'm probably going to pick uh, – I'm definitely – I am going to pick uh, Mississippi State at home in the Egg Bowl. And while I'm not guaranteeing it, maybe Friday after Thanksgiving, Lane is be coming home to Florida. No chance Lane came in as our coach. <laughs> um, not – no chance at all. Uh, what I will say is you said something very smart. These are uh, – these teams are very similar. Uh, very, you know – I think Mississippi State probably has a better defense, uh, but they're a little up and down on it. But ultimately, if the two, the two teams are similar, I'm going to take the home team. Uh, so I will also take Mississippi State here. Obviously, I think this line is right on. This game, this is going to be a back-and-forth game. Uh, but give me, give me Will Rogers and the home crowd. So if you think you know what's going to happen in this game, you're lying. Um, I think right. – I mean – other than if you think it's going to be a competitive game, which I think it probably will be. And uh, like Larry said, these teams are very similar. Uh, Ole Miss is probably a little bit more dynamic on offense. They certainly would have if, if, if I were drafting the first player, I'd pick Corral certainly over Rogers, although Rogers is damn good too. Um, this is just really kind of a crazy, it, it, I feel like this game, the, the favorite team is more inclined to blow it. But I just I feel like Ole Miss kind of has a little little moxie this year, so I'm going to take them. But a very close game. I kind of like the under. Me too. So the over under is 61. 61. Yeah, and, yes. I, and I just wanted to say that um, barring a uh, like a was it was it Ole Miss's player that like pretended to the was dog it? peeing that got uh, yeah what's his name fired. <laughs> Right, right, yeah. The uh, actually was it what's, what game was it? Was that Matt Luke's team? Yeah, Matt Luke, Luke Matt, Luke Matt, the guy that wore eyeliner. He, um, I really think uh, it, you're you're absolutely right. Like the the favorite team because I think they were the favorite is what I was trying to say. Um, that's a that's a really funny point though. I mean, but the line is negative. You know, like it's uh, Mississippi State by one. It might as well be a pick them. It's yeah, like, like didn't Mullen lose to Ole Miss when he had Dak Prescott? And yes, yeah. yeah, but that was a good Ole Miss team, too. It was a good Ole Miss team, yeah, yeah. Yeah, with Dr. With what was the doctor, whatever his name was, the quarterback? Uh, Chad, uh, no, wasn't Chad, Chad, what, Chad, 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 Kelly. Chad Kelly. the other guy, oh, Bo Wallace, Dr. Wallace, Dr. Bo yeah. Wallace, yeah. I think one of them, I remember I was Tremendous at the, hair. I was at the, uh, somebody wrote a book about one of them. 
I remember I was in the, at the square in Oxford and it was, and I was at this place called square books and I saw like, it was a book written about one of them. And honestly, I can't imagine that book being at all re readable. I mean, it was just like, what is the point? What is You're the book about, about again? I mean, I lost, I lost focus. Yeah. Season. I mean, exactly. It was about a, like an average quarterback at Ole Miss with some success. Oh, Wallace story. So but, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But it was pride, he's square a, books. It was he's a pride of my mom's hometown. Pulaski. Square, Pulaski, square books. I. Oh, Pulaski. The Bobcats. Found it something, right? The uh, forward for that book was by uh, Brogan Roback. Yes. <laughs> right. I'm trying to think of some. It was by. Uh, I'm trying to think of some Thank other um, dipshit from from Ole Miss that's played quarterback. Brogan Roback is is better though. Forward by Brogan Roback. If any book that has a forward by Brogan Roback may not want to buy the book. It'd be something so, like my my Southern Mirror Image. Yeah. <laughs> What's his name? Uh, whatever Plumley. Yeah. yeah, John David Plumley. Yeah, Plumtree. Yeah. Plum uh, hey, uh, hey, hey, we we haven't gotten our other bourbon boy <laughs> Gus's pick in this. I, I'm sorry, I kind of hijacked that conversation. Day. How do you Let feel about know, the egg bowl, Gus? Let me know when you don't hijack a conversation. Oh, you know, just to be fair. What's going to happen next year? Yeah, probably. Probably he's not here to temper next me. year. Is is he our Tom Jones to our Rick Stroud? I don't know. Oh, my gosh. Is he going to work for the I don't want, I don't want either side of that analogy. <laughs> First of all, if you're comparing me to Tom Jones, we're not talking anymore. <laughs> he's comparing us, including himself, to Rick Stroud. Yeah, I'd, we should be. We should. He should we don't need that. a comparison. We can just move on. Oh, <laughs> uh, cousin Bailey. Uh, as Larry pointed out, you said something smart, and that was Lane Kiffin doesn't go to church. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. So this is a man. This is definitely a toss-up game. Who knows what team's going to show up and if it's going to be good enough uh, to win the game? And that's. And when I say which team, I mean the good and the bad for both of these teams. Um, that's four. That's four. That's right. It's, any one of four teams could show up and you still don't know who's going to win. Um, yeah, this is, yeah, this should definitely be a pick them, but uh, I guess I'll go with the home team. I'll go, I'll go with the uh, Bulldogs. Dr. Riffy. Lane train, baby. Woo! Train. Be game. I'm actually really looking forward to watching that game. Um, all right, so this is on Friday, right? Because we don't have days. I think the the yeah the, yeah the game the game that ruined the golden boot is on Friday. Yeah. Um, so a game that we used to all know and love, and a game that should be played tomorrow or on Friday should be Arkansas versus LSU, but we can't have nice things anymore. We're just not allowed to. Uh, so we have Arkansas versus Missouri, which is just. It, it's we're not going to make any comparisons. It's just not adequate. It's not an adequate replacement. So Arkansas is minus 14 and a half. And uh, I find it interesting this week that Alabama fans are just losing their shit over the fact that, you know, they gave up some points last week to what is a fairly good Arkansas team on really what amounted to a lot, a couple very lucky plays, including a, you know, a, a fake field goal that like, which, which is a weird jump pass, you know, I love and, then, 
but it was how about the tight end like kind of slowing down and egging the guy on because he knew he couldn't tackle him that was yeah. the best part of that play he's just like come on there's no way you're the guy weighed like 500 pounds and the ref with the pick too <laughs> right yeah, um yeah. It was great play, but I mean, Alabama fans are so spoiled. I heard somebody say something like, uh, actually, it was Condoleezza Rice last night on Monday Night Football. She's like, yeah, well, we may have a lot of issues this year. I'm like, okay, that statement just, you know, anybody in the country that makes the statement because Alabama, they, that they're, they're, they're not clearly the best team that they're having problems is ridiculous. Um, so Anyways, back to this game. Arkansas is pretty good, which is what Alabama fans, I think, shouldn't freak out too much. they got a pretty good team. they got a great coach. Uh, Mizzou is, again, their defense is not good. Do not take what happened to them last week. I really do like their running back. That guy is explosive, man. But Arkansas is clearly the better team here. What, what really bothers me is that hook here. This is minus 14 and a half, and that point five is just giving me a fucking conniption fit. But – I got to tell you, Missouri's a bad team. They're just not good. And uh, their defense is really, really bad, a part of that component. So I, I just feel like Arkansas is going to run them off the field in this game. So I'm going to take the 14 and a half, even though I don't love the hook. I'd never bet this game with my own money. I think this line is right where it should be. So I'm going to reluctantly take Arkansas, but just betting on the fact they run them off the field before this is closer than 14 and a half. Yeah. I'm with you. I don't have a whole lot to add. Mizzou sucks. Uh, the only thing I would say is like, if Arkansas LSU was the golden boot, then like Mizzou Arkansas is the like cellulite ridden fat ass leg that gets shoved into the golden boot. Cause that's kind of, if you look at the map, that's what it looks like. Yeah. It's the, it's the fatty ankle that goes over the top. Yeah. of the boot. It's like Hillary Clinton shoving her leg into a boot. Perfect comparison. As a matter of fact, um, it is Arkansas. Actually, it is Arkansas. Quite- yeah. Wow, that's so, super apropos. It's the cankle. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so so uh, not, you know, just like Malt said, not a lot to add here. Missouri's terrible. Um 14 and a half. I think Arkansas will cover that at home without any issues. Uh this will probably be a three touchdown game in Arkansas. Yeah, I I, I actually agree too. I'm, I'm, I'm I totally agree. I'm not even going to talk about the the line. The over under is interesting because Missouri was god awful, save for like two plays against Florida. Well, three, including overtime against Florida last week. Uh, Florida let, kept them in the game, was totally timid and disgusting. And so, I, I, but I don't think that's the way Arkansas plays. So the question is, is Arkansas capable of scoring like 40, 45 points on this Missouri team. I mean, what do you guys think about the over under? They could score 45. Yeah. I'm not going to do this for every game. I'm just like, that's what I'm, I'm just, that is really the only question I have. It's like, are they going to score 45, 50 points on this Missouri team? Because I really think they can. I think most teams could. I think if, if uh, Dan Mullen didn't take, you know, had, put his balls in his wife's purse and then zip it. He probably could have too. And that's nothing against his wife. All against him. He likes to hold his balls while she's kissing other dudes. Oh, we're going with the Shelly angle. I like it. She has a purse or probably like one of those little like Ziploc tiny clutches that like your mom had 
a clutch, like her loose change. No, no, it's not a clutch. It's a, it's a oh. coin purse. Well, it's a coin purse. purse. Coin purse. Yeah. Yeah. Purse. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or or a cigarette holder with the snap. Ooh. Yeah, the, with the snap, right? The Ooh. cigarette. How about like holder. a the little two snaps? Like a snap. Looks like the kind of guy who's got like those balls that are like this long, you know, <laughs> Mullen. And that's not a compliment. I yeah, I, I don't have any theories. It's hunch. I do have. I do have. A that's problem. why he's so hunched over. <laughs> I have a problem with this. I'm sorry. His like, balls you know, have a low center of gravity. You seem like you really might have an angle on this. I'm, I'm a little disturbed. I like, I like, I liked him so much until maybe two weeks ago. I even liked him after the Sanford game. I was like, you know what? The defense is not his fault. They scored 70 points as they should. And uh, oh wait, I guess we still have that game to pick. Sorry, I'll zip it up. Yeah, doctor. All right, sweep it, Gus. We got a 10 a.m. game. Is this Pacific time? Sorry. I was Either. fucking wondering about this 5.30 game. They're just they're spreading the games out next week in unorthodox times. Just give us <laughs> fucking around Christ. with us. 10 a.m.? I'd, I'd, I'd be fine if Florida started at 10 a.m. <laughs> Playing has got an early rise for the drive up uh, Saturday. <laughs> Georgia Actually, you know what? I didn't, I didn't mean to stress you out there, Quiz. <laughs> All right, so, so this is definitely Arizona time. Uh, so this is noon kickoff. We got uh, Georgia rolling into Atlanta to face your Yellow Jackets, the rambling wreck of Georgia Tech. And the line is 35. I'm going to let you guess who the uh, favorite is in that one, dear listeners. So Georgia Tech is pretty awful. They have three wins on the season. Uh, the biggest win coming against North Carolina. I, I really don't know how they beat North Carolina. Not that Carolina is good, but Georgia Tech is just just awful. Notre Dame beat them last week, 55 to nothing. I don't see why Georgia can't cover this and cover it pretty easily. Uh, so, yeah, there's not much else to talk about here. The over is 54 and a half. Georgia will probably score 50. Uh, maybe Georgia Tech will get a touchdown, so I'd take the over here, kids. Yeah, that that Notre Dame game was forty five nothing at halftime. Uh, that 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 speaks volumes to me. And they've lost five in a row. So I think the point here is that Georgia is out to they, all season. They've been playing their starters into the fourth quarter all the way down, and I think they'll try to pitch shutout here. So uh, I, I I just don't see Georgia Tech scoring more than three point three three or seven points. So this line looks good to me. I'll take, so I'll I was- take Georgia. Yeah, and I, I'm taking Georgia as well. Uh, yeah, so I I didn't watch any of the Notre Dame game, but I did see the, like you said, Larry, it was 45 nothing, and was just like right after Ohio State was up 49 to, or 48 to nothing on Michigan State. And Georgia Tech ain't no Michigan State, but that's still uh, 24 nothing in the first quarter. That's that's and it, there weren't. I just checked the stat line. There weren't. They had a couple turnovers, but it was just utter domination. And I mean, Notre Dame's good, but they're not. They don't have the horses that Georgia does. Um, the only reason to take Georgia Tech is if you think Georgia's going to hold back for Atlanta or for the Bama game in Atlanta. But uh, they haven't indicated any sort of instinct to do that. They've been pretty good covering big numbers, so I'm going to keep riding them. I'll take yeah, the they dogs. Play, they, they play their starters the entire time. They don't yeah. take them out. Uh, yeah, Georgia Tech. 
two out of the, out of the last three teams, uh, four teams they uh, lost to have fired their coaches. Virginia Tech won 26 to 17, and they fired Fuente. They and lost. Then, uh, well, excuse me. I'm sorry. I, I, Miami hasn't fired their coach yet, but, but they have fired their AD. And Georgia Tech only lost by three to Miami, who lost to Miami the next week, and then proceeded to fire their AD. And I'm sure they're scrambling, not scrambling to find money, but they're trying to figure their situation out because I don't think Manny Diaz. I mean, that was the rush hire by the AD and uh, Manny Diaz, rather. And after, after you know, um, you know, brother traveling salvation show, brother Rick's traveling traveling salvation show, Mark Rick's tent revival, I believe is the yeah, tent uh... <laughs> So, and my point is, is that obviously Georgia Tech, you know, has been playing decent against not great teams, and then got completely smoked against Georgia Tech, and of course. I looked to Georgia cover this in maybe the first quarter or the second quarter. They always have one of those quarters in the first half that is just, you know, like de- so detrimental to the demoralizing, I should say, to the other team that it pretty much ends the game, especially if they're super overmatched like Florida, like uh, the way Kentucky was. I mean, even though they had a little spark uh, and this is Georgia Tech game is no. Now, the, 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 the question I have is this line just seems tremendously low. Um, I, I love the points seems low. Oh, excuse me, the over under. The over under seems low. I'm staring at 54 and a half. I think uh, Georgia takes care of that themselves. Obviously, they score 60 plus, and yeah, Georgia Tech's gonna get either shut out or have to get their courtesy three points. Yeah, I like the under. All right, I need a beer. All right, All right. ready? I like Cug. That's better. I like Cug. Cug. That's, that's that more fun. Sense. <laughs> I don't know what a cug is, but you are a you are a cug. <laughs> I like it. Co- it's completely on you purpose. Know, you should, you you know, should go to a bar and call I somebody. Done, should, I am done lamenting the loss of this, whatever this is. Yeah, you should Let's you should call somebody a cug and see what they do. They'd be like, I don't even know what that means, man. But I don't like. No, it. if someone called me a cug, I would definitely be angry with them. Fucking no idea what it is. No, call me a cug. It's some kind of yeah, it's some kind of gypsy shit you'd hear on like Peaky Blinders or something. You fucking cug. You want a piece to me? Oh man, when's episode where's season six coming out? God, I can't wait. We started watching that. I'm in like three yeah, seconds. I, I mean, I, I finished season great. three, which was not great. And um it's still good. Tommy! 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 Which one's season three? Season I, I, three? He hasn't watched it. I'm not going to talk about it. I'm no fighting. Nice. No fighting. Yeah. I'm only three ups in, dude. Yeah, no fighting. No fighting. I said two it, seasons. It, I thought you said two seasons. In. Is it three is episodes? It, in. You can you can say this, and it won't be just answer this yes or no. Racetrack. Uh, no, after that. Okay. All right. All right. Cool. Yeah. Fair enough. Well, that show. Russians. I, I, I can't believe uh, okay. how committed I am. Say it again. I said Russians. I can't believe how committed I am to that. Too. It can I be mean, slow. I, the show can be slow. It can, but but I mean, I, I watched five fucking seasons in like two months. Less than I two months. Last year. I watched like one every two weeks. Yeah. Good. Yeah, they're, they're an hour long, man. They're long. Yeah. No, you have to watch it on the can. You have to watch it while you're driving. I mean, look. 
Definitely the Anyways, first one. All right, let's get to this. Let's get to this masterpiece. All right, the what is this even? The battle for the fucking Seminole War canoe. Yeah, Florida staying oh, off a stirring victory against Boston College. Um, they seem to be, I guess, hitting their stride. They're on a decent trajectory, whatever. I mean, they haven't really beaten anyone. Probably the biggest difference, if you sort of ignore their first month, um, they they keep, seem to be the, the team that can kind of win the close games, um, yeah. whereas Florida is obviously not that. I mean, I think uh, – I just feel cheated that we didn't get a chance to just, just destroy them last year. But yes. um, I just I, – I can't have any faith in – what the Gators have shown. They don't, they haven't shown any ability to win a big game. Their interim coaches, our special teams coordinator, our special teams has been shitty since I think Urban Meyer's tenure. Um, I don't remember the last time we've had a kick return, honestly. Um, so yeah, I, I'm going to take the Knolls. It sucks, but I think they're more likely to win than not. So I'm going to take the Gators. Just, just loving the Gators. I don't have any confidence in the Gators. We're the better team here. I'm just going to hope and pray that they act like Gators on Saturday. And um, maybe they will. we got a lot of seniors. And uh, we're going to see what those seniors have. Like Zach Carter and Pierce and, and Davis and those guys. You know, they need to rally the fucking troops, right? This is their – it doesn't matter who's our coach or any of that shit. They should come out of that tunnel fired up, and I'm putting my name next to the Gators, hoping that that's the case. Um, because if they do, um, you aren't going to hear a lot of bickering. I don't care about a fucking thirty point win. I'll take a one point victory over Florida State and walk out of that field and be happy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I guess late breaking news. I read uh, Emory might be out for this game. Uh, apparently, is that is that not true? Oh, I'm laughing the the absurdity because we have a you know a, a fucking toilet paper guy made a toilet the guy made a toilet paper as his backup and now Emery's gonna be out for the game too. Yeah, I don't know. That's just what I read. I don't know if it was fake news. Where'd you read what? it on? I'd love to um, send it to other group texts. I can't remember where it was. It was on a Twitter feed. Um, I don't know if it came out of uh, what was it two four seven or whatever it is. Um, God, that's a great one though. So yeah, apparently Emory Jones didn't practice yeah. yesterday or today because um, of a foot injury. I don't know if that means it's going to be Richardson or if it's going to be Del Rio or who it's going to be. Um, be Kitna. Or Kitna. Kitna, all right. Get a little Kitna action in there. Um, but I'm, I'm going to go with the Gators here as well. It's in the swamp. Uh, I, think, I think maybe this was some type of wake-up call possibly for the Gators. I don't know. Um, I think a bigger question is if they win, do they go to their bowl game? Oh, they will. They have to you get extra practices. It would be silly not to. Yeah. But without a coach, I don't know. doesn't matter. It's good to get the extra practices. is helpful. Okay. So I just got information from somebody who may or may not have information. Well, and I don't mean that he is a dubious source. But he is, is a gold camp, uh, camp on Twitter. Is that is that no no, no 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 it's okay. it's K R you know our New York uh, New York friend's younger brother. 
Mm-hmm. And then our other friend, uh, Pat from the West, uh, the you know from California. Just fucking guy. spit it out. We don't care uh, who a, said it. They know who they no, are. No, 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 I know, but I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be Jeez. coy. Uh, not, not. I'm trying to be coy for the podcast. Um, AR15 practiced with the first this week, and Del Rio with the seconds. So, uh, does that mean Jones is hurt or that he's dipping out? Pardon me. I think does that mean Jones is hurt or that he's dipping out? I don't. I, well, I, I'm gonna go. I'd be surprised both, if he was doing. I'm gonna that. go with both sources. We have uh, our yeah. own Gus, who said that he was injured with a foot injury, and the confirmation with my other source, Kr, says that Ar has had with the, the number ones all week. That being said, uh, I'm never picking Florida again this year. Uh, I won't do it. Can't do it. Why would I do it? They uh, were complete buffoons last week. And I, 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 I'm sure you could tell by my semi-drunk texts. I wasn't even like full drunk on Saturday night. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm tired of those guys. I'm, I'm more tired of Mullen and his antics. But, you know, the game after they fired the defensive coordinator, the defense looked completely terrible. You know, it took them a week to get over it. So I have, a pres- I have a presumption that we're now fired the offensive coordinator slash head coach. The offense is going to look like, like a fucking mismatch, bunch of nonsense. And I'm terrified that we're going to have another 27 to 2 type situation in the swamp. I mean, I am so down on the, the fact that there are rumors that some of them were vaping weed before the Missouri game. I have no problem with the Missouri game. I have no problem with vaping. I have no problem with weed, but you put three of those together and there, I have a huge problem. Like they lost, there was so much confidence lost in the, the coaching staff that apparently either Mullen was too afraid to call them out or someone was too afraid to call them out. But the players didn't give a shit last week. So what makes make me think that they're going to give a shit tomorrow night or whatever, Saturday night? Fuck them. Fiery words, Cug. Great analysis. Cug. Cuck. You're no, taking that shit. You really can't, you can't, you can't spike don't the let him, Don't let him slip up. We will never refer to him as Cuz again. It's Cug. Cug. Then Cug. I'm like, quitting. What a terrible, terrible situation. You guys, uh, the three uh, doctor, who do you got? Fun. Uh, I have can't no do. faith in this team. Zero. All right. Can't believe you said that. State. Iron Bowl. Iron Bowl. Yeah. So Alabama's showing some flaws. Auburn showing some tremendous flaws and, and not necessarily uh, Bo Nix even. I don't know. I think I'd like this line a little bit better if uh, Bo Nix was playing uh, every code. other week. Every other week. Shut up. Every other week. Um, I, 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 I honestly – it's, the question is whether or not Auburn can can scrape something together, and it, it, this game is actually difficult for me to pick. I, I really, you would think, I'm going to take Auburn to cover the 19 and a half. Alabama is just way too flawed, a and b. Maybe Auburn's quarterback can 
you know, scrape some, you know, couple miracle, maybe a backdoor miracle drive together. Mm-hmm. I don't think Auburn's necessarily going to win, but there's been a lot of cug in the uh, in the uh, airways. So who knows? I'm pumping the brakes and all this Bama flaw mm-hmm. stuff, and I can tell you right now. Auburn is like a fucking mystery wrapped in an enigma, wrapped in a mystery. I don't know. I don't even know what they are. Like when you watch them, they've hired a completely different coach, but they still run the same horrible plays. It's just, I don't think they've run a hook route in 15 years. I don't even know what's going on there. They do run a lot of reverses. That is what I know. Um, They just seem like the kind of team that just gets run off the fucking road by Alabama, a flawed Alabama team that's about to go fucking 11 and one in a pretty competitive conference. So I I really like Alabama in this game. I think they're just going to blow the doors off Auburn. Yeah, I'm with you. I, so I was just looking at the Auburn box score. If you had told me tank Bigsby had 164 yards, I would have thought, yeah, she did. Auburn would have just rampaged through South Carolina. Um, maybe uh, what's his name's a decent coach, Beamer. Uh, they look good, but um, it was pretty evenly matched game yardage wise and all that. But they just they made some plays and and Auburn didn't. But uh, as far as their chances versus Bama, I I'm with Larry. I think I think Bama rolls. Uh, so I will lay 19 and a half in Jordan hair. Um, this guy, Harson could be like canned like in two years, in a year. Yeah. This, for me, this is a tough line. Um, I'm kind of on, on par here with the uh, cause. that, uh, I don't know, like Alabama compared to past years is flawed. I'm not saying that's that they're, terrible but compared to last year or last past years they are i'm um, sorry that that apparently went over lawrence's head yeah of course that's what i fucking meant they're not the absolute dominant team didn't go over okay. my head i heard the word no. flawed. No. uh so you're right you're right i meant that they're terrible you're absolutely I'm, I'm, I'm just sign that flawed and i think that the front seven of bama isn't quite as good as it has been historically. And I think if tank has a good game, this will be closer than, than it should be. And by close, I mean, maybe like 16 points, 17 points. Um, so I think, I think Auburn at home, they'll, uh, they'll cover. Roll that. All right. Vanderbilt versus Tennessee, Tennessee minus 31 points in this game. So, my analysis from last week really just rolls into this game right here. Uh, Josh Heupel is in the business of stomping people like this out. Like he, they are going to run a hundred plays in this game and just keep running plays with the starters until this game is just ridiculous. They're going to score 60 points. So the, 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 the line here is whether you think Vandy is going to get 30. I don't think they are. So this is, this is my absolute lock of the week. Tennessee may not be a juggernaut against some of the better teams, but against the bad teams, they're, they're on a fucking assassin. So this, this, this is stealing money here. This is absolute lock. Yeah, I agree with that analysis. I have nothing to add. Yeah. I, 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 uh, I concur. 
Uh, nothing really to add here. Bandy sucks. Tennessee's offense is fantastic as of late. So give me the balls. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> all right. It's your last episode. Continue, sir. Um, I don't know. Vanderbilt played pretty good against a uh, team I didn't expect them to uh, last time, but uh, it's just it, 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 unfortunately, like we have reached like that point where I feel like Tennessee is on the upswing, and we are back in. Well, I mean, we are clearly back in rebuild mode. So, yeah, unfortunately, Tennessee. Yeah, I agree. Doctor Riffy. It's too much for me. It's too rich. Uh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Anchor down, baby. Anchor down. That, that won't get you a W in this league. <laughs> Says the guy who's behind me. Hmm. It's fine. That's fine. He's, he's ch- flipping the switch, man. I took Vandy last week, man. It's bold. All right. We got the uh, 7 p.m. game. Your Texas A&M Aggies rolling into Death Valley. Texas A&M favored by six and a half points. The over on this is 44 and a half. <laughs> that's uh, super low. That's it's really super low. low. No. Take out a second mortgage and put that loan on a fucking bet on this. All right. I'm telling you, it's a smart thing to do. Um, so LSU got off the snide last week beating uh, University of Louisiana Monroe. Uh, but they lost their past three games against Mississippi, Alabama, and Arkansas. Who was um, rich? That's uh, yeah. That's uh, and the the only thing that saved them from a six game losing streak is they they faced the Mighty Gators in the in, in the middle of that six game run. Uh, so they also lost Kentucky and Auburn. That should tell you a lot about this LSU team. Six and a half. There's Really not much else to say. A&M will probably roll over these guys pretty easily. This may be another three-touchdown victory. Uh, so give me the Aggies. Jimbo, Dumbo, Fisher, who's not going to LSU. Oh, man, this game. This line seems really close. Um, yeah, I, I'm LSU's played tough despite losing. That's my problem here. And Man, Texas A&M, they are just Jekyll and Hyde, man. Just I could just see Jimbo Fisher coming in here and trying to throw the ball a hundred times with Calzada. It's just, it's a night game. So it's Orgeron's last game. I'm going to, I'm going to take LSU to kind of fight hard in this game. I think six and a half is a little much. This game's going to be close. So uh, yeah, I mean, Texas A&M should, your analysis is right. A&M should win this game by six and a half, but they're not. So I'm, I'm taking the LSU. Yeah, so my thoughts on this are if this is the game where you just plugged it into like the computer simulation, probably eight times out of 10 A&M would cover this number probably pretty easily. Um, I just don't know really what to expect from either team. Uh, you know, LSU was pretty lackluster against the uh, the Warhawks. Um, so, I mean, if – if you're AM, you really have to cover this. You yeah. really do. If you if you don't cover this and potentially lose to LSU, then like the Aggie faithful are kind of looking at Jimbo like maybe we were looking at Mullen. Maybe not not that bad, but so I'm gonna take the Aggies. I don't feel great about it. I wish this was simulated and not you know Jimbo's <laughs> score sheet. 
His fucking play calling is simulated. Yeah. Cug. I'm in the I'm in these other group texts, and uh, I heard that there, you know, all the rumors that no one believes, but yet are still reported, are you know coming across my desk, and so I heard that. Um, Jimbo was already offered the LSU job, accepted, and then denied it. That's so tampering. Was, no, no chance in fucking hell. That's tampering. Well, I, I believe it was, you know, obviously done via, I presume, Jimmy Sexton, who is, you know, the, uh, the agent to the stars. Everyone's agent, by the way. I don't understand how this guy, Jimmy Sexton, can possibly represent multiple people for multiple jobs. Give me some fucking money. Jimbo needs money. Come on. No, no, no. I understand the the pros. Hilarious. I understand the pros and the cons of it. What I'm saying is, how is it possibly ethical that he is going, well, I represent so-and-so and so-and-so who both are up for this job. I mean, how does he possibly lobby either one against each other? It seems unethical, or is that the nature of the beast? Um, I think Texas A&M is going to win this game. Uh, they are, yes, Jekyll and Hyde, as everyone said, but I think LSU is kind of winding it down, and I have no problem with that. You know, why, why else? Why would, what else literally do these kids have to play for? So A&M's got a lot to play for, for, you know, a, a New Year's Six situation and so forth. And with an Ole Miss loss, uh, to, you know, the day before, two days before, you know, they can lock one of those up. Dr. Riffy. I will take the Aggies. Lone Wolf. We have double Lone Wolf back-to-back games here. All right. We got the uh, – this- the, used to be the bourbon barrel. It's the beer barrel. The beer barrel. Now what so. used to be Papa John Stadium before Papa John got canceled, right? Now it's called Cardinal Stadium. Maybe uh, it is the bourbon barrel. I forget. Louisville is six and five. I'm, honestly, I don't know shit about them. Um, they have a really weird kind of like ebbs and flows of the season. They had lost several close games. Uh, Clemson, Wake, UVA, coming off consecutive blowouts against Syracuse and Duke, uh, lost a tight one to Clemson. Kentucky's kind of who Kentucky has been for the last several years, a solid, if not spectacular team. They are laying two and a half points on the road, but uh, I have no no real – line on this game other than I mean I'm just going to go with who I think is the more established coach with the established program and take Kentucky I think they're going to I think they're going to win and so covering two and a half is not not a big ass so I'm taking the cats I completely agree I I I don't know why Louisville is a two and a half point favorite here it kind of shocked me I don't think they're the better team in this game uh I have oh yeah they're favorite yeah I have no I have no faith in the ACC whatsoever this year so this game is the battle for the Governor's Cup. The Strangely, the beer barrel is 
Kentucky and Tennessee, which one would assume would be the bourbon barrel. The bourbon barrel is Indiana, Kentucky. Right. That's right. So at one point, uh, this line moved, um, maybe not from where we're looking, but the odds I'm looking at are the same. The sign actually had Louisville as a three and a half point favorite and moved to two and a half, which is just absolutely fucking crazy to me. Um, like it's, it, I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand it, but maybe Vegas knows something that we don't know. No. And in an effort to, uh, capture the title, give me Louisville cards. Yeah. I mean, Kentucky's going to win this. They're, like I, I mean, it hurts your soul to do it. It's just, yeah, yeah. Because okay. I mean, like Louisville hasn't—they haven't beaten anybody. The ACC is fucking horrible. Yeah, like I—they haven't beaten anyone. It's and, just a—it's horrible. Yeah, yeah. They've beaten each other. I think that was the. Uh, That's going to be the theme of my next pick. <laughs> yeah. Cug. Cousin Bailey. That's me. I'm going to take Kentucky I, for the exact same reasons mentioned. I, I don't, as Gus alluded to, I don't understand what Vegas is thinking, but, you know, hail Vegas. I'm curious myself. But um, I think Kentucky, you know, like I hate to pull this uh, SEC, you know, pride type talk, but I really think that's, you know, what's going to happen here. They're way Kentucky is way more, you know, like road or, you know, road tested than Louisville. So how dare you bring SEC pride to this fucking podcast? How dare you? <laughs> SEC podcast. Anyways, Dr. drinking Pilsner, Kel. There you like go. Dr. Riffick. Lovely. Thanks. Uh, Mal, uh, Larry Borkestorf is the first person that uh, introduced me to Pilsner, Kel. Uh, when we were I, in Gainesville. Act, so. Well, actually, it was, I can tell you the genesis of Pilsner Kell was not with me. It was with Malt Liquor. We were on sort of a, a going out and buying new beers binge while uh, he stayed with us at the yeah. village. And he got the Pilsner Kell because it had the cool foil top, right? And you had to still peel it off. And he got one, he drank it. And he he's like, dude, this is really good. And I remember bring it over to me. And I'm like, that is really good, right? I and remember, that, and the rest thing. is history. Yeah, that was that was pre like pre smartphone. I don't even think I had a cell phone. It's just like you walk down and it's like, well, this looks good. It's from Czech Republic. That sounds exotic. Yeah, me exactly. In. Yes, he was. A, he was always attracted to shiny things. And you're absolutely yeah. right. I didn't have. I didn't have a cell phone until the the my third year of college. Yeah, so I didn't I don't know when y'all did. It's so funny, but I went to. Um, after my third year, after Greenwich Green, I went to uh, Europe with a friend of ours, and we went to Prague, and I had a tremendous amount of Pilsner Kell and Staropramen and uh, Czech, or well, Budvar is what they called it there, and then it ended up in the States as Czechvar, because obviously there was an issue with Budweiser, but um, the Czech Republic has three phenomenal beers and those are just like the mainstream ones i'm i'm sure there are more but personally those are kel as i'm showing on the no one can see 
is phenomenal. So yeah, you're giving it you're giving it some good good face time and there. Thank you, thank you. Uh, well, Malt and Larry for bringing it up. You're welcome. Holgerson's not really going to be the coach, right? That's, no, that's, no, no, no. That's not true. Brady Ackerman. Yeah, I mentioned in the chat. Uh, Brady Ackerman, who uh, used to work for you at the you know the university. I think, I'm sure. I think he played, not played, of course, but was on the team under Spurrier. Dude, Brady Brady Ackerman probably pays with a check at Taco Bell. I'm not fucking taking his fucking advice on anything. Okay. So he he tweeted out the other day that if there was anybody, I mean, he was super forceful. It was really kind of embarrassingly funny. That like the one guy he wants is Dana Holgerson, who's at the University of Houston right now. He used to be at the University of West Virginia University, however, however you say it. Tremendous, tremendous hair. Tremendous comb over. Right. It. I mean, yeah, he's a moron. I mean, because it was like, it, it was almost realistic enough to where like he would think he could grassroots it through like leaking it that like, oh, Dana and create this hey. groundswell, but it's like, dude, everyone knows you're Brady Ackerman, yeah. and no you're one's still Brady Ackerman. But he's also like, ever. he's not even involved. You know, he's the four, five, six years removed from the university. I think he's been at like some like Valdosta State or something. Situation, you know, some smaller situation. Like, you know, he was. <laughs> He, he lost the sideline reporting job to Tate Casey. And, you know, Which, while I do like, I do, while I do like Tate Casey, he's not a man yeah. of words. I like, yeah, I, I, I don't dislike Tate Casey, but he is the, uh, I'm sorry. I know he knows a lot, but what's the, uh, what's the color commentator for the Bucks, Dave? Uh, Dave, Dave Moore. Moore. Oh, he's very Dave Moore. Dave, Dave has stronger Super. opinions than Tate. Tate's usually like, wind's blowing pretty hard out here. <laughs> Has anyone seen Death the Smoochie or am I the only person? Oh, I've seen it. Okay, do you remember uh, Spinner, the guy who has like a 45 and 46 record? <laughs> He's a boxer. Yeah. For the yeah. Four- and they're like, you don't get the, you don't get, you don't have a record of 46 and 47, you know, without getting your eggs scrambled a little bit. <laughs> that's what I hear. <laughs> I know you guys will never. Watch. He's the, the, he's the Jerry. He's the Jerry Cooney of fucking yeah. sideline reporters. But I'm just saying, I hear Spinner and Dave Moore, and I, I I like Dave. If if I listen to a game, I get it, I understand. But it's very, uh, how you doing? You know, if kinda, you looked uh, up the definition of the word gruff in the in the dictionary, it would have a picture of Dave Moore. Yeah, he is so, gruff. He's gruff. So, anyways. Take Casey, I like him a lot, ish. But Brady Ackerman losses. <laughs> yeah, Brady Ackerman. Dana Hogerson. I think by the transitive property, Dana Hogerson is not on anyone's short list. So, Cub, who did you take? I took Kentucky. I'm not. I'm not going to not take Kentucky in this game. I'm not looking to. Oh, the lone wolf is missing. He even Jack. said that he shouldn't do it. He's doing it now. <laughs> He's got, he's got some ground oh, to make God, up. I, I should not do this. It's because you asshole. There's a world where Louisville wins, but there it is. But you don't want to live in it. No. <laughs> oh. Gus, you're, we're, you're we're fucking living. We're living in. So I guess like the uh, the other day, uh, 
and I, of course, this made me look completely stupid-ish, but like uh, Pat Dooley said, that he did not see a path in which Florida can beat or will beat. Uh, I mean, obviously we can, but that will beat Missouri. And I just lost my fucking mind on that comment, uh, you know, to another text group. I was insulted. And I'm also, I was incredulous because I, 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 obviously I could see a path. We just scored 70 appropriately against a terrible, you know, FCS school. And if our defense come up, comes up with one to two stops, I feel like we could just blow the doors off of Missouri. In fact, I think I said this on the podcast. And uh, my point is, it's all about paths to winning. Are there paths to winning? So here we are to the 530. That doesn't sound right. Look at that. 43. 7.30. Clemson is traveling to Columbia, South Carolina. Columbia, South Carolina. South Carolina, the juggernaut of the SEC East, save for uh, Kentucky and Georgia. Um, South Carolina is a home 11.5 point dog with a 43 over under because Clemson has gone from the king of the world to the dregs of the ACC. And yet uh, Vegas still thinks that they are 11 and a half points better than the surging Gamecocks. Uh, throbbing even. What? Throbbing. throbbing. Oh, right. The throbbing cocks of South Carolina. Um, so, so anyways, sorry. There was some, anyways. Uh, so I think so. No, I, apparently the, the I was just looking at some other early lines and so forth. Oh, okay. Uh, honestly, I, I call me crazy. I have nothing to win or lose here. But cousin cousin Bailey feels insecure about the win, but confident enough that South Carolina is going to make it a game. Because I, I certainly don't have any faith in Clemson. So I'm going to take uh, throbbing Gamecocks. Or, Surging Gamecocks, the home dogs. Yeah, I, I'm torn about this game, honestly. Uh, if South Carolina continues to play how they have, you know, um, would, wouldn't mind taking that 11 and a half, but man, their, their offense, it, I, I hate to, to really put myself behind that just because they beat Auburn and, and Florida, two teams which are really fading. Oh man! Also, Clemson still has their quarterback, and that guy makes me nervous. Um, Clemson should really cover this number, so I'm going to do it. They they, they should close that. This number should be covered. So I, 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 I'm just not going to pretend like South Carolina is that good. Yeah, I'm with you. What kind of put me over the edge is realizing Clemson did really well and beat a pretty good Wake Forest team. Um, Killed I mean, them, I guess. Pretty good by. ACC standards, um, and uh, you know, as long as they don't take care of, as long as they take care of the ball and kind of let their talent do what it needs to do, they should they should cover this. I have no faith that they will, but I think the smart money is on Clemson, so that's what I'm doing. Yeah, so this is a, uh, you know, South Carolina. They beat. Uh, kind of down and out Auburn team, even though I picked them to cover against Alabama. 
Um, they beat a down out, <coughs> excuse me, a down and out Florida team. They lost to Missouri in between those two wins. I mean, like that's a that's a pretty bad loss. But yeah. you're seeing token like Clemson, like man, like I feel like Clemson's a little bit like Auburn. What team's gonna show up? Yeah, you know, or, or not Auburn, like a, a Mississippi State. You know, like what what team's really gonna show up? We we just don't know. No. Um, this game's in Columbia, eleven and a half. <sighs> it's a lot. It is. I. You know what? I can't. I can't let Kezo uh, be lone wolf on this. I'll. I'll go with South Carolina. Man. Yeah, I'm not afraid right. to go to now, I'm going back over these, and basically, it looks like I can tie. So, oh, really? It's okay. There's a tie. I will agree. We can we can come up with a, a another discussion for next week for um, the championship game, but I don't think there's going to be a tie. I will lose one of those. So, well, so we where are the championship uh, the game set? Right. So Doctor and I are different. Vanderbilt, Tennessee. Wow. Uh. Is that it? I think that's it, right? Nope, he can't win. As well. He can't win. <laughs> he, or, I so think you every time. So interesting. So yeah. there's no, there's you have no chance of losing. Well, unless well, Gus seemed to do a lot of. Uh... I'm looking now at that. So one. Two, three, four, five. There we go. If he sweeps it, he can he's, sweep into victory. He's going to go Louisville. Be, Come on, Louisville. Yeah. Let's go big, Louisville, big, baby. Big Louisville game. Big Louisville. You should, you should do, if you really want to win, you should do a five team parlay <laughs> with all of those picks. <laughs> Make sure, yeah, bet that Louisville game. That's a big one. And Auburn. Take Auburn. Put that on the card. Yeah. Ooh. I'll have to uh, download the uh, Seminole Gaming app. No, you're not. No, they lost a court case today. Oh, they did, so it's gone? Not yet. It'll probably go into effect tomorrow. Wow, they lost? Yeah, they should have lost. The uh, law was not written appropriately. So is that are there any that are officially legal in Florida or no? No, because they have the law in the books now that gambling any initiatives for statewide must be approved by citizens whatever amendment, the dumbest things ever, but that's the law. So basically the way they wrote the tribal thing is they said by having a server on tribal lands, that's the exception. You can gamble on tribal lands. So having the server there was gambling on tribal lands and the judge didn't buy it. Oh, yeah. She said it was a fiction. I actually, I think that it's a better argument than she put forward, but it, it's, it, truth be told, it's probably true. Yeah. So they should just write it appropriately. First of all, whatever numbskull put in that fucking statewide initiative fucking law should be killed. 
to have to, yeah, that's, that's, it violates reform Republican government. It could be unconstitutional at some level. Yeah. Well, that was the, the, the interesting matchups this week here. Um, I don't, I was trying to think to myself what other games go on a rivalry week, but I guess it's like Michigan and Ohio state. I could care less. I think we discussed big 10 last week. We've all gotten our fill of big 10, whether that was like 15 or 20 minutes worth of football that, that, yeah. had, cleansed, that had cleansed everyone's palate. Interesting. Uh, your Doctor Riffick is bringing up the over unders. Not a lot of success, Not a lot going on here on on the on the W's here. Georgia, everyone went under ten and a half. Florida, everyone went over nine. UK, everyone went under seven, except for Doctor. That's a W. Mizzou, that's still up in the air. Seven. Tennessee six were on the number, right? Yeah. South Carolina three and a half. All of us went over. That's really low. Um, I can't believe that now. And Vandy at three, they're on the number, right? They're two and nine. Yeah. Okay. They're not going to win. So that's a W for everybody. Bama 11 and a half. Everybody went under for a W. They had a loss in them. There you go. God, that's tough. Texas A&M, nine and a half. Myself and Dr. Riffick picked that. LSU, under eight and a half. Everyone. Wow. That's that's amazing. Yeah. Ole Miss, only Cousin Bailey went over seven and a half. Good for you. Your, 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 your Ole Miss roots showing true. Auburn on the number at seven. They're not going to get that. So, yeah. everybody, pretty much everyone's going to lose except Gus, who went under seven. Well done. It uh, where's uh, Arkansas, Mississippi State? Interesting. Uh, yeah. Now they got cut off. There oh, they are. Uh, there we uh, go. Uh, All right. Oh, oh, a lot of crazy shit going on here. I'm messing. Not... All right, Arkansas seven. Everyone went under. They're on the number. Man. Yeah, they're gonna Mississippi beat that State's though. already they're, over. Yeah. Mississippi State's already over. There we go. Me and Cuzzo picked that one. Cug. Cug. <laughs> you fucking lying, Cug. <laughs> going to I'm going to Jugs and Cugs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is that place still around? I don't think so. Who knows? It's not like on Starkey Road, right? <laughs> it's it's oh, so it was like on East East Bay, East right? Bay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Joe is cook. <laughs> it is still open. Yeah, 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 we, we will never let it go. Just for you. Mugs and jugs. Yeah. Is East it on Bay East Bay and Keene Road? Road. Uh, that's, yeah. Well, that yeah, that's Keen is Keen's Keen Seminole Boulevard, right? Oh no, you're right. Keen turns into Starkey. Yeah. Mugs and jugs. And cugs. <laughs> cugs. I would never go to a place called Cugs. I don't know. What the place is like a even if it couldn't get worse, it's like an Ohio State bar, too. Oh. At, least, at least it was when I went there 20 years ago. No, I've never it been is. there. It I is. remember seeing the I remember seeing the commercials, but I've never been there. Didn't they have one on 40 49th Street as well? Like kind of out towards the prison. Fits the motif. Um, 
Uh, they uh, had one over by the ICOT Center. Really? Yeah, up no, almost in house. Now, there was a place called Mugs, but I think they changed. I think it used to be Mugs and Jugs, or they changed it to mu- to Mugs. Or maybe maybe I'm thinking like US 19 and 54th, like by the Red Lobster over there. I knew a girl who worked, I, I worked with a girl who worked at Mugs, Mugs, and she had tremendous jugs. And I presume they changed the name as oh, society. You know what? So I was on the stupid Apple map, which is outdated. According to the Google map, it is now known as Whiskey Wings Largo. Hmm. But you, you search Bugs and Jugs, it takes you there. But it's the same same address. It's never going to die. It's Mugs no. and Jugs forever. <laughs> it's, it's blatant is what I like about it. You know what yeah. I mean? There's just it's just out there for you. And you it wasn't see, subtle like Hooters. You could see, right. yeah. Well, I mean, there's an owl at least. There's no getting around jugs. You know what I mean? If it's they like, uh, it, it, it with jugs with two G's, it would be jugs better. of whiskey. Kenny Powers, uh, taters and tits. <laughs> uh, oh, that's a good one. The greatest pitcher that. ever. <laughs> Haters and tits. <laughs> Sponsored uh, by Cug. <laughs> what was his fucking little friend's name? Oh, Stevie? Yeah. yeah. Can you imagine like some USF teacher who like lives out in like Reddington Beach driving by the East Bay mugs and jugs every day? Like, you know, she teaches like, you know, cultural studies or some shit. And she gets caught at that light, that keen and fucking East Bay light. And she has to actually look at it. And it's just the steam coming out of the ears every day. It's like white guilt and what we can do about it. I'm not sure it's white guilt. Uh, I don't think that they discriminate at mugs and jugs. Uh, no, no, no. I'm saying that's what she teaches. She's a oh, okay, she's sure. A, she's clearly a professor emeritus at oh, wherever you're talking of about. whatever. Yes, humanities. Yeah. Um, humanities. Yeah. She she doesn't know what that word actually means, but she is in that department. Um, wow. Are we well, still recording? Probably not. But uh, yeah. On that note. Uh, yeah, ride like the wind. The the oh, the, the, the yeah. final the final episode here on the way out. It's been a- on the way out before you before you say your final goodbyes. I just want to let you know, like this concept was born in I want to say 2002. Yeah, after we all went our separate ways from University of Florida, and we were tired of listening to uh, or reading rather the these the two Daves. Yeah, and those guys because they kept just as just as they were about to get fired up they would say oh this is a kid's show in other words they wouldn't cuss and so uh malt and larry and i decided like we needed to send out a newsletter that had the f word in it and you know express what we actually and but it expressed what we actually thought we weren't going to temper ourselves or you know like censor there was a minor bit of censorship that first year but we sent it a, a group email and then it became a blog. And then uh, Dr. Riffick 
joined in and, and showed us how to how to make a a, a podcast and then and, and then Gus became a frequent contributor and so forth and so on. So it's just it's just wild. I mean, we've been doing this since 2002. You know, Time flies. 127 episodes, my friend. Of of the podcast. I of mean, the that podcast, doesn't yeah. count the, that doesn't count the blog that that Larry was in charge of or the email that I started urbanboys at hotmail.com or whatever it was. Um, we uh it's it's been awesome and we are definitely going to miss the contributions weekly of Larry, but Larry is of course the bourbon boy emeritus and we'll come back. So you have any final thoughts there, Laryl? 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 Oh, it, 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 it's, been, it's been fun. You know, it's been a good time. Uh, I've enjoyed it for sure. Uh, enjoying the, the banter, the back and forth, all of the above. It's been great. Looking forward to listening more. Uh, I enjoy you guys. So I will be a loyal, loyal listener, uh, I guess, like number four. I don't know how many other loyal listeners we have. So um Give us a four star review or five. I'll I'll give a five star review. Um, yeah, it's been fun, man. That's the only way. It's the only way to describe it. It's a good time, right? Uh, it's been good way to go. I mean, I think we actually even picked beers on the blog, so uh, even that was fun. Yeah, we'll be missed. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I, I'm sure I'll be back at some point, but uh, I'll be lame and, and and tap out first. All right, bud. Later. Bye, guys. See you. Bye, guys.
appreciate it.